What's the most expensive asset any people have? Hint, it's something you can never win back and it's scarce. If you thought time, you got it right. Now you might be thinking, what does it have to do with a buyer persona? Well, people are looking for quick wins. You are looking for sustainable sales. Both need to find each other as quick as possible. Creating a buyer persona template is that shortcut. A shortcut to tailor your message to meet people looking for the solutions you provide. And it's also important to say to push away people who won't turn into customers, saving you and them what we agree to be the most valuable asset, time. Today, we're going to talk about why creating buyer persona templates for your brand is a highly profitable game. You're listening to Become Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Angelo, and I'm here to help you turn your brain into a profitable online business, helping people saving time, and living a meaningful life. That might sound intriguing, but persona is not a marketing term. It's a psychological one. It's important to understand the psychological presuppositions behind a customer's behavior and how that affects your brand's bottom line. To do that, the first step is to understand what personality is. Well, personality is the set of behaviors, cognitions, and emotion patterns determined mostly by biological factors. It's the individual differences of thinking, feeling, and behaving that makes everybody unique. It's also what gives you a personal view and approach about everything around you. On top of that, you also have unique relationships and experience throughout your life that shapes your personality. Psychologists have taken many different approaches to the study of personality, including biological, cognitive, learning, and trait-based theories. These approaches reflect discoveries from important theorists like Sigmund Freud, G. Stanley Hall, and Carl Jung. You must have heard about these folks. As a psychotherapist myself, I always like to think that personality can be determined by two main tools, objective tasks and projective measures. One fine example of that is the Big Five personality test where it's possible to define your cognitive and behavior pattern in five areas, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and eroticism. As a marketer and a leader, it's imperative to understand quite well about yourself, your team, and your customers in a psychological level. Once you start to understand your core motivations, your team's natural abilities, and your customer's behavior, you will always be one step ahead of your competition. I'm leaving a link for a free online personality assessment you can apply to yourself and your team in the description. Okay, now you're equipped to address the other side of every person, their persona. You must have heard that humans are social beings. Well, that's because from an evolutionary perspective, isolation means death. 
Humans have been depending on social groups throughout history to survive. That's built in our biology, and it drives us to make decisions collectively. While personality regards our individuality, persona is the identity we assume to be part of a social group. Let me give you a simple example of how this works in our mundane day-to-day -day activities. Imagine yourself at 9 a.m. on a rainy Monday. What would you like to wear? A suit or pajamas? I'm going to guess that pajamas is the one, am I right? Well, let's say you're not at home, you're at the office. Keep imagining yourself wearing PJs. Does it feel awkward? I bet it does. Why? One moment ago, you felt perfectly well wearing your favorite kangaroo pattern PJs and now that we are at the office, you feel like a suit would be a better fit? That's the dichotomy between personality, our individual self, and persona, our collective self. Our personality says, wear PJs on a rainy Monday, that's okay. Our persona says, PJs at the office, really? Wearing a suit at the office is the way to go. From an evolutionary standpoint, we make collective decisions because having common behaviors gives us security. And that's the foundation of culture, by the way. So now you might be thinking, why does it matter to my business bottom line? And here it is. The subjection to a series of social rules makes us predictable. We can funnel that predictability to market products and services. That's the same as saying, understanding the psychological presuppositions of buyer personas make you a more effective salesperson. Personas live in groups with common behaviors we can target with tailored messages to address specific needs. Doing that puts you and your brand on the spot. So, if personas is all we need, why we talked about personality in the first place? Because no matter how part of a group we are willing to be, we are still individuals with social and specific needs. Going back to the PJs versus suits on a Monday morning, a brand could take that external problem and explore it further. They could say, we sell suits because our personas need them on a Monday morning. We make comfortable suits that feel like PJs. Our suits give you style and status to help you be on the top of your game. At the end, the goal is to address personas in the most personal way possible. That's when a buyer persona comes in. From a business standpoint, it's not sustainable to target individuals. There are too many variables at stake. Also, it's not sustainable to target the general population. There are also too many variables. What we do instead is to consider people's individuality and group them using patterns of behavior and preferences that empowers them within the dynamics of their groups. Did you get that? The suit that would replace your pajamas has a social impact over your personal goals, your emotions, and your status. It's not just about clothing, it's also about identity and reputation. What would people think of you if you just showed up at the office wearing PJs? So how your products and services empower your customers and prospects in that mechanics is the answer you need to make sustainable sales. So a buyer persona is more than just a buyer. Personas are real people in social situations that propel them to solve problems. A buyer persona is a semi-fictional representation of those people, who they are, whom they need to become, and in which context. By helping in their transformation, your brand can attract high-valuable customers that provide higher ROI, larger market share, and more brand advocacy. 
Understanding your buyer personas is critical to developing your content marketing strategy. They determine the channels and the segmentation of your message. We can call those channels customer touch points because these are the mechanisms by which people will interact with your brand. So let's talk a little bit about this for a second. Well, in the next episode, we will talk in details about how to create buyer personas in relationship with the buyer's journey. But before that, we need to understand how your content marketing strategy must reach out to your buyer personas before you start conceptualizing them properly. One aspect of your content marketing strategy is to create audiences touch points. On the online marketing environment, those touch points are every place online where your audience can interact with your brand. In other words, what channels your brand will use to reach out to your buyer personas. These channels will vary depending on your business area, but the concept is the same. You need to find your audience where they are. The online environment provides three major online hubs you need to be as a brand if you want to be found by your prospects. Each one of them are unique and with different approaches and tactics. They are social networks, streaming networks, and websites. Starting with social networks, imagine an offline traditional business like a clothing store. How does this store attract the interest of people passing by? By setting up a storefront. That's so fundamental that there were no stores in the last centuries that have achieved the minimum success without using a front as a marketing tool. So the next question is, what do people put on those fronts? And I think you know the answer for that. Storefronts use samples of what they have inside. Why did that work? Because those quick demos save energy and there is no commitment attached. That is exactly what a social network is for an online business, a front. Just imagine a clothing store with no front, no dummies wearing fashionable clothes, just a wall and a door with a logo. Do you feel anxious about it, like you never do that with your brand? Now translate that feeling to your online business without a social media marketing as part of your content marketing strategy. That's exactly the right feeling. Something is off. In these days, having an online brand without social network engagement is leaving money on the table. Now. Moving to the streaming network, which is quite the same as social network, but it's a kind of a special one. Why is it special? Well, because for the first time in human history, spoken language has become timeless as written language has always been. Streaming video apps like YouTube are making spoken language last over the lifetime span of the individuals that are speaking. That was only achievable by the written form of the message until a decade ago. Video is transforming the internet and it's a natural trend. Why? Because as species, we have more historical time listening than reading. We are prone to listen and it's an easier and accessible media for most people. What I'm trying to say is that every online business must be a media business, no matter what market they serve. If you're not streaming, you're not leading. Last but not least, your website. Well, let me tell you this right from the get-go. If you don't have a website, you have no business doing business online. Are your entrepreneurial efforts relying on social network and streaming network only? If so, your business is in immediate danger. You are at the mercy of social network brands that allow you to exist and have all the power over your brand. You are not the boss. They are. We can talk about this for hours, but let me break this down quickly so we can move on. 
Social network is rental space. You don't own it. You cannot do what you want to do with it. You don't make the rules. You can be kicked out at any time by the landlord. Your website, on the other hand, is your online real estate. It's owned space. You do whatever you want with it. You make the rules. You have full control of what happens there. It's yours. If Facebook decides to close Instagram, you're safe. If Google changes YouTube algorithms and you lose views, you're safe. Because social network is not your business. It's just a front of your business, part of your marketing strategy, not all of it. No website, no sustainable business, plain and simple. And when we talk about bringing prospects to your website, we must go beyond social network and streaming network because there is another vital source of traffic for your website, search engines, aka Google. More specifically, search engine results page, or simply SERP. SERPs are so foundational to the concept of the internet itself that its fingerprint is everywhere, not only on Google. Streaming and social networks also use the same concept. And what concept you should be asking yourself? And the answer is the inbound methodology. We won't get into details in this episode, but the inbound methodology is the idea of being, as a service, integrated into the natural discovery pathway of your target audience instead of interrupting their exploration with your presence which is traditionally known as outbound methodology so basically what brands do in the inbound methodology is to position themselves in the way that they can be discovered by their prospects naturally that is so because the internet is the first mass media that was not built to please marketers the radio was created to place ads and the TV to show commercial breaks. All the shows you used to watch on that media was actually the breaks between the ads. That doesn't work on the internet because the audience has full control of what they want to see. In this scenario, the best option for brands is to integrate themselves to what people are looking for and provide genuine solutions. So regarding your website, there's a vital piece we must address, which is how to make your website highly visible to be found by your buyer personas. The most efficient way to do so is to attach a blog to your website. Why do blogs are efficient and will continue to be? Well, think about this for a second. People find information online using what we learn to call keywords, which is nothing more than words that tell what they are looking for. If your website doesn't have a blog, that astronomically decreases the number of words on your website. By decreasing the number of words, or even better, keywords containing the key information about what you can offer as solutions, you are leaving your website in the dark. If we could picture this geographically using a traditional offline market as a model, we could say that not having a blog on your website is the same thing as placing your store on a remote place of the town instead of the city center or downtown. To make your website findable, a blog is a mandatory step. So find your buyer personas where they are by placing your brand on their search and discovery trajectory through social networks, streaming network, and search engines and bring them to where you are, your own online space, your website. There is the place where your conversions must take place. Well, today we learned that buyer personas are not just buyers. It's the whole concept of how your message should target segment and reach out to people. Now, the million dollar question is, how do I create my buyer persona template? Well, creating that template is not as hard as it seems to be. It's all about how to research the data, 
how to transform it into useful information and how to represent that information to be used by your team. In the next episode, we're going to uncover the step-by-step -step process of how to create the most profitable by persona template to put your brand on the spot. Make sure you subscribe to don't lose any of that or any of our weekly episodes about leadership, branding, and marketing. Until then, become your brand.